Join me right now back on the show is UFC welterweight juggernaut Randy Brown. What's going on, Randy? Yo, what's up, man? How's everything? Good, good, man. Um, This weekend, NYC, your stomping grounds. The BMF yes, title sir. is up for grabs. Who you got, Randy? Um, Yo, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but I'm going to go with uh, Masvidal. I got Masvidal taking that. Why do you think uh, Masvidal got it? You think that he just has the more power or is he just has more skills? What's going on? I think I think he's sharper. I think he cleaner lines, you know, better boxing, you know, better footwork. Yeah, I, I think he gets the job done. But he also could get submitted because you know Diaz is no slouch on the ground. But on the stand up, I believe Masvidal has better hands. Yeah, it would be kind of weird if uh, Nate Diaz went out there and went for the takedown when he's been talking and like, <laughs> you know, all these guys don't want to fight me, you know, because they just want to go on the ground and you know hump me for twenty five minutes, and then he hey, goes man. out there and does the same thing. Would that be funny? What I've learned is expect the unexpected, right? That's what I'm learning exactly. in this game, man. <laughs> exactly. Now, I, I always ask fighters this, you know, because they're bringing in this baddest motherfucker in the game title thing that they have going on. And in some ways, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful to all the champions in the <laughs> UFC, man. What is your thoughts on that? Um, I'm not I'm not there yet, so I don't care. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I don't care. Um. I tell you this, I'd rather watch the baddest motherfucker fight than watch two dudes wrestle each other. I will tell you that, you know, because <laughs> um, I want to see dudes throw down. I, I want to see dudes fight. You know, you know, mm-hmm. that's my style. I like to fight. You know, I like to see dudes throw down. So honestly, if I'm going to have to pick between the two, I'd, I'd rather watch two guys that's going to go out there and fight and not just hug each other. But um, it is what it is. You know, if I, if I was there at the moment, if I was the champion, I think it's disrespectful, maybe it is, you know, but... I'm not there, so I don't really have a thought on it for myself. But personal, personally, I'm a, I never really thought about it, you know, until you, until you asked it. I like it. I like that it's in your division, too, you know. Like, hopefully, hopefully they start, like, fighting for the belt. Like, it, it can change hands, you know. I mean, I hope it's not just, like, this one fight because then it's, I don't know, the luster is gone, I believe, if, if they don't defend it. I mean... I don't think it's gonna last. I think it's just a thing. Remember, remember when Mickey Gall had the um, the looking for a fight belt. He was like the, the looking for a fight <laughs> champion, and then I went and I took that belt from him. You know, it's over now. I I defended yeah. it a couple of times. It's done. You know, so that's true. I think that's I think true. that's the, that's the same thing. You know, it's gonna be gone. Obviously, this one is more prestigious, but you know, it'll be gone. Now I know you go back to Jamaica. You know, once in a while. Because I, I saw this photo, man, of you at Stanley Couch Boxing Gym in Kingston, Jamaica. Tell me about yeah. that place. Oh man, that place is. That's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of broken dreams, you know, and a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of grind from that place. You know, just a lot of people coming up, and and few people made it out. You know, a few people didn't, and just changed a lot of people's lives. That place is gold. You know, that place is one of those places where. You go and you get to see some, some um, what you call gym heroes. You know, people that 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 people should know of. You know, like like just gems, man, just diamonds in the dirt. You know, that's been around for a long time. And I love that place. I love just to go there and taking the energy and just, you know, I go. I try to go there after every every one of my fights. I try to go there and just train and get some knowledge and just, you know, just get that energy of that place, man. That place is like, it's just so rich in history and, and grind. You know, and I love it. Yeah, it seems like from the picture, it seems like a place like you would say if the walls could talk, it oh, just yeah. 
have a, a Netflix series of stories oh, yeah. continuing on and on and on, man. Um, yeah, man, it seems like a place where you can kind of go and get like that reality check. Because a lot of people oh, yeah. or a lot of fighters, sometimes they need that reality check once in a while, right? For sure. For sure. That, that's, that place is a very humbling place, you know, and if you go there kind of like with your chest out, it, that place will humble you. <laughs> you know, it's definitely one of those faces. It's like you see that there is no canvas. That's that's wood on the floor. Mm-hmm. The the yeah. ring is on the outside of um. It's like in the middle of the of like this little. It's kind of it's a gate. It's like a big gated uh space, and then the, the ring is outside, and then the boxing the boxing bags and stuff like that. Uh, the bags are on the inside, and all the boxing equipment is on the inside. But can't really ex- explain how it is. But the setup is is interesting, you know and. The, the ropes all dirty and just old and just it gets rained on and but the guys are in there working man they, they don't make any complaints about anything they just grind man and they work hard you know the gloves are all messed up and but they're just they're just working man they're workhorses and and they are some skilled fellas over there you'd be surprised yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you mentioned you go there after every fight we try to go there let's talk about mm-hmm. your last fight ufc greenville you got a massive win against Brian Barberina. You know, with everything that was going on during that fight week, was that the most emotional fight week of your career? Um, no. What do you mean? But everything that was going on. What do you mean? You know, like I with, saw with that, my, like my grandma uh, and all that. Yeah, your grandmother, and like, and then you went out there and you just put on this massive breakout performance that you had. You know what it is is. Like I told you when I spoke to you before, I was just grinding, man, and I didn't really have any worries. I was just, just, I've been, I had a whole year to just prepare, and I was supposed to fight um, Chance Rencounter, and then I didn't fight him, and then I ended up just going back into camp, you know, and that just continued to develop, and I'm always working, moving forward, and getting better, and so that was inevitable. My performance was inevitable because it was, I was already building, you know, when the day I got the call, I got the call that my grandmother past the morning when i was leaving you know um that that was that was it was it was weird because it was kind of like i didn't know what to do i didn't know how to feel you know obviously i was sad you know my, i had to leave my mom my mom's like breaking down crying and the same time my flight's in 30 minutes you know and it is just it was it was weird it was weird. it was just hard to it's hard to kind of feel i don't know what to feel you know still i was upset you know that I had to leave, but I knew I still had to go handle business. My mom is trying to keep it together for me. She's like, no, just go, you know, do what you got to do. Cause I wanted to stay almost, you know, just to be with my mom. But, um, you know, I had to do what I had to do. And then I, I just blocked it and I just went and just fought. And then I just knew at the end of the fight, I was going to win. And I was going to, I was going to dedicate it to her. Oh, that was it. Now, after that fight, you know, you get to soak it all up. Then you get back into training before you get into training camp. Did you, focus on anything in particular you know any aspect of your game um for this fight um no i'm just i was working on getting better overall you know mainly in just um in the in the, the grappling area you know like kind of trying to play well like defensive stuff you know but um when i saw the opponent that he brought to me i figured well this is going to be a kind of a stand-up fight so i just figured i kind of just stay sharp standing up and you know, I know he has a good guillotine and all that. So just kind of working on defending that and staying out of areas where I can get caught in that. But I think I think I'm I'm head and shoulders above him in the striking. You know, so I think if he tries to keep it there, which I think he would, you know, and if he does, I think I think I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna run the show. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he's a he's a unique opponent, Alves, because mm-hmm. his stand up is very unorthodox. It's wild. Is one word to define it is very wild, right? And then yeah. you're more of like a technician style of fighter on the feet. You know, does that clash well for you? You know, someone that is you know wild on their feet compared to what you bring? Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> perfect. You know, I'm like you know, style bender said what he said. He said, um, he said I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't shoot and pray. I'll spray and pray. Right? He said I aim mm-hmm. and fire. And mm-hmm. he said that I felt that because that's a fact. You know, that's that's exactly how I feel. You know. And, Guys that swing wild and rush and fort and try to fight me like that, I just pick my shots, man. I'm, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there before he gets there. And I just if I touch him, people underestimate my power too because I'm skinny. But when I touch when I touch you, you see people they feel it, you know. So it's gonna be good. He's a great opponent for me. Yeah, it's a uh, exciting matchmaking right here. You're heading to oh. Sao Paulo, Brazil. I think this is your first fight for the UFC outside of the United States. Does that mean anything to you? No, not really. I'm just going to show up and do what I got to do. It don't matter where it is. You know, I just got to, I got to fight, you know, train it. I'm training. I'm training for this. I'm trained to do what I do. You know, what I do is fight. So I don't care where it's at. I'm going to just show up and do what I need to do. Was Alves the, the first opponent that they offered to you? Or did you have other fights lined up but they just fell through no i um, i asked for someone else i didn't get who i wanted mm-hmm. and then they were they just came back with all of us and i was like actually all was a guy that i i asked my manager to fight too i was like hey if this guy doesn't work out i'll fight that's a wally Alvarez. i just don't want to go to brazil you know i'd fight him but i, I just don't want to fight him in brazil because you know how that goes with the, the judging and all that shit but yeah um it doesn't matter. Then they came back and they gave me Wally Alvarez in Brazil. I was like, all right, <laughs> whatever. So I just took it. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, man. Sometimes you just got to take what you can right now so, you know, you could get what you want later, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's all a process. Now, looking at the body of work, you know, Alvarez's body of work, you know, what sticks out most about him to you? That he gets tired around two. <laughs> 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 no, no. Uh, he... He's he's a tough dude. I, I noticed that he's his aggression, you know, his pressure. His pressure can can overwhelm a lot of people, especially in a Joe Bland fight. That was I looked at that fight, you know, it was an older fight, but man, um kudos to Joe Bland for like kinda doing what he had to do and, and staying in there, you know. Cause that Wally came out like a like a, a fucking cannonball, you know, it's like yeah. he shot at him and just went off, you know. But I don't really see nothing. You know, not not to be disrespectful or nothing, but I don't I don't really see I don't I just don't see it, man. I just don't ski. Last time we spoke, I told you about the t- technical aspect of things, man. I feel like I'm head and shoulders above. I don't want to sound like an arrogant piece of shit or like one of them dudes, but that just be talking out their ass. But listen, man, I'm telling you, I'm head and shoulders when it comes to skill striking wise. Like I'm above, a, I'm far above a lot of these dudes, man. Wally Alvarez. He's not there. I mean, not to say he can't swing and catch me. You know, anybody can get caught. But I'm, I'm head and shoulders above the dude, man. Stand up wise, I don't, I don't think he can touch me on the feet. Period. Since your last fight, has there been any new additions to your team, or do you still have the same guys? You're, you're rolling with the same program. You're going with what, you, what works for you right now. Same guys, same crew. You know, we're getting it in, man. Every day, just grinding. You know, nothing changed. Yeah, you see, my boy Greg is about to go fight on. He's fighting next week. 
doing his he's fighting Kevin Lee, you know, so we were just training hard for that one and he's about to go kill it. Um my boy Troy, you know, Troy Green, he's he's up and ran combat in a few weeks. You know, he's about to go kill it. You know, we just been we just been in the trenches, man. Everyone's just getting better and just grinding. You, know? you mentioned this earlier about Brazil and the judging. So in your mind, you know, mentally going into this fight, you must be thinking like, I gotta finish Wally Alves. Like, there's no other option. Is that is that the mind state in this camp? I mean, that's always the that's always the mindset. You know, my goal is to implement my techniques that I've learned. You know, and if I implement my techniques, I know that I'm gonna get a finish as long as I implement my techniques properly. So. I know I might have to get a finish in order to get the win. You know, that was on my mind, after, especially after watching him versus Joe Bland. But it's not something on the forefront of my mind. My, the, what's on the forefront of my mind is just doing what I'm trained to do and get it done. And if I do what I do, he he's, he won't make it to the set. You and Alves, you guys are in similar positions, mm-hmm. just on the outskirts of the top 15. Do you feel whoever wins this fight is going to get that next big opportunity, that next big name? For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, definitely. I can see that. I can see that. You know, but we'll see. It's all up to the UFC and what they want to do, man. You know what I mean? But I'm, my job is to go out there and perform, and, and that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go perform. And if I perform the way, you know, to the, my abilities the way that I know I can, without a doubt, I'm, I'm up next. Yeah, because yeah, with the style of fighting that you have, it's almost like they have to give you somebody that will match that intensity, match that skill set. You know, they can't just give you some guy that's just, you know, coming into the UFC. It would make no sense, right? Whatever they want. You know what I mean, I'm there to get the checks, bro. <laughs> you know I mean? Get I'm the bonuses, though. So if you want to give me somebody that's going to come stand in front of me and get his ass beat, either way. <laughs> It is All what right. it is, bro. I'm here, right. I'm here to collect checks. You know? I see. get it. <laughs> Let's say you go in there, you you get a great performance, you're healthy coming out of that fight, nothing's wrong. Do you stay ready to be a late replacement or late notice fight, or do you shut it down and just focus on coming back in the early 2020? I don't like late replacement fights. I need, like... I need a camp, man. I don't know how. I know guys do it. Guys are like, yo, I'll fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. That's that's a lot of ego talking. For me, I don't fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. You know what I mean? With the right preparation, I fight anybody, anywhere. With the right preparation, you know? Not, not anytime. <laughs> you know, but even though I'm always in shape and I'm always training, my preparation, man, is... I, it's like a process, you know? Especially for me. That's just about my personal opinion. You know, a lot of guys... I've listened to Justin Gaethje's like that too. I've listened to a lot of guys that just don't jump in. And there's some guys that are cowboys, man. They just jump in. For me personally, I've never had that opportunity yet. No one, they never asked me for a last replacement yet. So I don't know in that moment how I'd feel. But as of right now, I need, even though I'm always in shape and I'm always working, I need to be, it's different than being in shape and being in fight shape for me personally. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the guys that, that are at, the top of the game they don't take late replacement fights especially like a john jones he's never taken a late replacement fight it it just doesn't really make sense you know a lot of guys be like oh well i'm if i'm the i'm bad i'm this and i'm that but it's like i, I feel you i feel you you know <laughs> each his own you know but for me personally it's just kind of like i ain't scared to fight nobody but 
I need my time to prep because I'm a tech, like I'm a, I'm a tactician, you know, I need to, to, I need my time to, to prep and, and be in fight shape. My fight shape is different. You know, I want to be able to go hard and, and put on a good performance, you know, and something good for the fans. And in order for that to happen, I got to be in the right, right, you know, physical, you know, state. Covington versus Usman is set for later this year. <laughs> it's finally going to happen. How do you see this fight playing out? Um, honestly, it's, it's a close fight. You know, um, Covington's like he's crazy. He's just he just likes to run his mouth. So, you know, besides all of that, he's actually a pretty good fighter. You know, so it, it, this is a close fight. Believe it or not, you know, it's a close fight. Everyone just wants to see Usman run through him because everybody hates him. But I think that I think that it could be a close, a lot closer than people think. But I got Usman taking it in. MMA, there's many different types of competitors. At this moment in your career, do you consider yourself more of a martial artist or a prize fighter? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. You know why? 50K, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's something I think about and it's something I, I, I've been asked before. And I'll tell you, I'll put it like this. In my life and in my training and in, in my in my life approach, when I approach my daily life and things, problems in life, like work, whatever, you know, I'm a martial artist day to day. Training for a fight, and when I go into the octagon, I leave my martial arts out. You know, in the octagon, I'm a prize fighter. Prepping for my fight, I'm a prize fighter. In my, I use my martial arts to navigate my life, business, that kind of stuff, you know? But in the octagon, or prepping for a fight, or taking on an opponent, I'm a straight up prize fighter. You know, my martial art is just it guided me through life and how I am as a person. Morals, honesty, justice, polite, courtesy, courage, compassion, sincerity, duty, loyalty, honor, those type of things. I use that in my day to day life. But fighting, nah, that's through the window. We don't, we're not we're not doing that. You know, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like, hey, I don't stop punching to the ref. Take me off of you. You know what I mean? If I if my finger accidentally poked you in the eye. The ref ain't see it, you know what I mean? And you're, you're flinching like it was an accident, but guess what? I'm there to do a job until the ref says stop, you know? So my martial arts doesn't come in there just in my life. When I'm there, we throw them down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, one last thing before I let you go. You know, what other sports, I want to, you know, pick your brain about this. What other sports do you watch outside of MMA? Boxing. <laughs> Boxing, boxing. Yeah, my all my friends watch basketball. You know, so I watch mm -hmm. a little bit of basketball, but I'm not really. I just just because my friends do, I do. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm mostly mostly boxing, combat sports. You know, so boxing and MMA for me. All right, well, let's let's dig deep, uh, dig deep into the boxing. Top five mm -hmm. dead or alive boxers. Ooh, top five dead or alive. Well, I'm gonna give you the cliche list, right? We're gonna go with <laughs> Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, obviously. Um, I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna give you some. People might disagree with me. Um, mm -hmm. Floyd, May, I think Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather is definitely top five. He's probably one of the greatest of all time. A personal favorite of mine as well is Tommy Hearns. And I'm gonna give you some guys right now on the come up that are really good that people don't know about. Robert Easton Jr. I watch that dude all the time. That dude is an absolute savage. He's. I might be biased because he's built like me. <laughs> you know what I mean for his division, but the dude is nasty. Um, another young kid that I've been watching that's that's doing really well right now coming up. Um, 
Um, Shakur Stevenson, he just fought the other night. I love his footwork. He's a lighter kid. You know, I don't know if that's five. You know, maybe that's not top five, but you know, those are the guys that I like. And then um, yeah, you know, it's it's who you like. It's it. There's no wrong answers in that question. Yeah, those are the guys that I've been watching. You know, I like to watch the lighter guys. You know, even though I'm long and lanky, I like to watch the lighter guys that are long and lanky for their division. You know, um, there's another, there's a couple guys, man. I've just been watching like the up and coming guys right now. You know, a lot of, but no, obviously the old school guys, the Tommy Hearns. Everybody loves Roy Jones. When I was a kid, I loved Roy Jones. You know, what I, mean? yeah. I used to watch Roy Jones all the time. But I don't know. I probably gave you more than five already. I'm yeah, all it's all good. But, you know, yeah, man. Tommy Hearns, Floyd Mayweather, um, Mike Tyson, uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, and the guys that I'm watching now up and coming, Little B-Hub, um, Robert Easton Jr., um, Shakira Stevenson, those those guys. Those guys, they're looking good, and I, I love their style of fighter right now. All right, man. Well, November 16th, you step back into that octagon, UFC on ESPN yeah. Plus 22 in Brazil. Exciting, exciting matchup. Always appreciate the time, Randy, and uh, good luck on the fight and the rest of the year. All right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it.